Shut up and sit down. Welcome back to another Muscle in the Hustle podcast. Tony's once again not here, say nothing. But we have two very special guests. Hello. One's fucking some forehead on him. We have Jordy and Marty. <laughs> AKA. I hope, hope you're not talking about me, like. No, <laughs> not you. My forehead's, my forehead's reasonably proportioned. The Magiri cousins call me Rosito and Zaggy. Um, obviously, on the back of Flippo and Zaggy, who had a great head of hair, but. I have a great head of hair, but unfortunately, it possibly is going backwards, you know? Not a head of hair. There's so many secrets in that hair. Like. Oh, we've got gray hair, we've got brown hair, we've got no hair, we've got black hair, you know? <laughs> if anybody hasn't realized, it's two degrees here today, anyway. Um, <laughs> decided to jump in uh, as, as probably our 11th guests on the podcast. This is the first time they've been on this one, right enough? Aye, didn't ask us at the start, sure. Thankfully, you a, use a big enough name now to come on. Oh, <laughs> I need to choke the mic now. So, boys, let's just get stuck in. What's the last 12 months been like? Oh, that's a, that's a big question, hey? 12 months? It's, it's hard to break it. You'd nearly break it down in the, in the four different sections, I'd say. Madness. Craziness. The head's racked, boys. Head is racked. <laughs> Probably, well, for me, uh, the last the last three months have been unreal. Last four months have been class, but I'd say twenty twenty. I just probably, as I heard somebody say, I put it Maria view mirror like cat. Terrible. Some good moments, obviously, but terrible year. Like really. the craziness was like right up until you's probably the same as me. The fucking like the fifteenth of March. It was all yeah. guns blazing. You were nearly fucking begging for a weekend off. No, you were mm-hmm. you were kind of going, geez, I might cut back a bit. I might, uh, I'm going to start saying no. Remember we had this conversation? We're going to start saying no to more gigs. <laughs> yeah. And then it just went, boom. Please book, please book us now. Is that we got a garden party? There's two lads here looking to get into somebody's garden. I swear I could. Garden party's no problem. I think we actually have a couple of booked. I haven't got paid. I haven't got paid in a year. <laughs> you not still wearing that jacket? You know I mean, like, I, it's actually a jacket. Are you not still in uh, tech in nursing? No, 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 no. There's, there's too many nurses in the middle. <laughs> no, uh, it's it's it has been it has been actually. It's probably about this time last year you done that live stream, was it? Um, I think it was mm. around May. I definitely. Um, That's only done. You only done I'm one, not, didn't you? I'm not really into them live streams, to be honest. Just personally. No, it's difficult them live streams. It's hard to do a live stream when you when your shows are completely about atmosphere. Exactly. And and people's <laughs> feedback. Like yeah. even though you see a number, there's whatever, hundred, two hundred, three hundred thousand people watching, you're like, there may as well be fucking nobody. There could be there could be yeah. fifty thousand or three, it would make no difference whatsoever. You still can't get no buzz back of them. Nah. Like Sometimes when you look when you look at the comment section and you go, oh, you know, that's cool, but it's still like that's why I it's Sean McGee for doing it every week, week in, week out. Fair play him. It, it's some going like it's it's hard, but then here you adapt and you go forth, just like you're doing now, last three or four months. I know. Exactly. As busy as ever. Some bit. Yeah, Jordan going ahead. I think you you've been very busy. Yeah, we just <laughs> we uh we wrote and, wrote and got our debut EP produced, and now it's coming out on 21st of May. Probably the hardest we've ever worked in anything, to be honest. I was and actually I, surprised to see you working hard, Jordy. I, I work hard. <laughs> I, I actually can't wait to have a wee mad night like, Jordy, the, you know what happens when, when the thing releases? The hard work really starts then. It's getting fucking people to listen to it and getting and then, the radios to play it, and then when the radios start playing it, people go... Oh fuck, lads! I need you back in the bar. I need you back in the venue. I need you back in the hall. Yeah. <laughs> need you back in my living room. And then yeah, fucking playing room. And then I say I need six hundred pounds at least. At least six hundred pounds. <laughs> and then, 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 then it happens where people go, "Fuck sake, lads! When's the next song out?" And then you have to go, "Jesus, there's a vicious circle like, again." About, like, you'll be you'll be praying for another fucking co- head of COVID to get you some time off. <laughs> 
freaking gonna have to start doing the other one now. Like that's the thing. Like the more music, the better. Like oh, it's it is. Just, it's, it's just putting them out, putting them out, putting them out, putting as much out as possible. Like that's the worst thing I could imagine doing is, and like we did it is putting a song out and then waiting a year. It was yeah. the stupidest thing we've ever done. Like. You knew, you, we, we had this conversation. You just put the song out and the whole time after I'd say seven months, you just kept going, fuck, we need to put another song out. I know. <laughs> I know, lad, but I think it was a, definitely, I'd say the scobiest months for me. Um, uh, maybe I'll, t- I'll talk about it in the future sometime, but um, I think I just completely lost work ethic. And to be honest, I don't know if you agree with Jordy, but that's where you completely stepped up to the plate was whenever uh, I just sort of lost interest. And then next thing you were sending me through like songs and every day. And I was like, fuck, you know what? You know, this this is obviously going somewhere. Jordy's an unbelievable songwriter. Like, so. I was the only at the start, though. Like, I was watching, uh, I remember it was a documentary on Ed Sheeran or something. But you know, you put in your 10,000 hours, like, and then because we couldn't do anything and like everyone shut down, I was working in the bar in Castle Austin and all and then it closed down and I was like right this is mental like and I was like I'm tra- I should be and I'm going to start doing treating a 9 to 5 like this, yeah. is, this is what I want to do like so at the start mentally the toughest thing I've ever done like sitting there and you're sitting in front of a page trying to get something and you just can't do it first couple of weeks like literally terrible like getting all this shit out of it and st- still right I wrote a song today it's pure dung like it's never going anywhere <laughs> but um <laughs> fucking brutal I paid it back and I was like this is terrible but uh Aye, just the more you put in, the more you get out. It seems everything else. Well, that's it. If you think about it, the last probably two years, relatively, the success mm. came very fast. You know, you just went from playing fucking a Thursday night in the Hatfield to filling, yeah. filling fucking upstairs you know, in the Hatfield. Do you know what the best thing is? Like, like I, I wouldn't... At the start, I was like, this isn't really success, is it? Like, you know, it's not success. But then I was thinking back to, like, when we started, all we wanted to do was, you know, get a gig a week. Yeah. And then it, that was a success. That happened. Yeah. You gave us first gig in the half feed. Then it moved on to something else. Imagine getting two gigs a week. And then it was like, that's success. And then imagine oh. imagine we got to play upstairs in the half feed. You know, like, yeah. and then got more gigs. Imagine we went to a different country. You know what? Like, yeah. there is so much success when you think about it. Like, it's... Oh, I nobody ever... It's all we building blocks, like. Nobody ever reflects on, on what they've achieved until after the fact or until, yeah. like, now. Well, well technically, you, you... That's what I was going to say. Yeah. That's what COVID helped. Like, you look back and you think, Jesus, we did that in two and a half years. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. Yourself, like, when you look back and it you think, my perspective. It changed my percep- perception of time completely, like. Yeah. Oh, that it does. Like in February 2020, I was like, fuck, we're not doing enough. We haven't done much in the last year. When really, if you thought about it from February 2020 to February 2019, we played in the Millennium Forum 3 Arena America twice. You know, we've done so much. And yet I was probably thinking we we're freaking doing nothing here. Like, you know? Yeah. But that's that's the thing, though. I, I felt the same. And now it was like, because we were missing, we were missing writing our own music. Like, we yeah. weren't doing it because we were playing yeah. that much. And that's. Yeah, we, think, we didn't have a day think, job, really. Exactly. That's what I think. For any musician, if you don't write your own music, you, you you'll agree with this, Mickey. If you don't write your own music, you're just a cover act. Like you're nothing. You know well, I mean? that's it. Yeah, you you've got a ceiling. If you're a cover act, you've got a ceiling that you'll hit. And you probably, to be honest, you probably hit your ceiling, went through it, and created a new ceiling. Like yeah. Before, when we were doing the Tuesdays in the Hatfield, nobody was paying in to see a fucking live act, unless you were a a whistling donkeys or a massive a big seven piece band. Nobody mm. was paying in to see a two piece. Like there's no, yeah. like nobody was paying, nobody's paying in to see really and truthfully, like uh, what do you call it? I don't know that other two piece plays around the harp. Like we were doing whatever X amount of tickets every Tuesday night. There was a scramble for tickets every Tuesday night. People were seeing you three and four times a month in Belfast, and they still were paying money to see you play. Yeah. Like, but I remember yeah. we were doing, we were all when us three were sitting talking. And you were like, look, lads. It was uh, around November. He was like, "This is this is a hard time. Like, don't we'll not be annoyed if nothing happens." But yeah. I remember the week before was mental, and the next week sold out right away. And you're like, "Fuck!" Yeah, that's what I told you. That's when you, you that's when yeah. you know you've cracked it. When it starts getting to the hard times, when people are still looking them, and then that's when you, we knew that it was there. But like nobody done what you are doing. And mm. remember, then we started getting calls from clubs. The putties in the yeah. clubs, like there was never two people playing in a club, not oh, nowhere. Yeah. Like that was something that was alien to people, and then now I, it's become something that usually the only people is doing it successfully. Yeah. Anyway, I, 
I remember Mickey, you said to me, because uh, I remember saying, I think we're right. I need to sit Ben last time in the half bin. You're like, I know, but that actually, that really helps. Like seeing you two down for a pint, you know, on a Wednesday at two o'clock and all the students are like, oh, there's the boys, you know, and that sort of created a rapport with the students sort of thing. Yeah. But the, the thing is, we're, we're going to have to diversify because there's no way, as a 26-year-old in September, I'm walking into Hatfield for a pint life. Well, see, that's, you know, that's, you know. where, that's where your brand is. Is your brand, use your one of them. You, like, when you, the more successful you got, it was as if everybody was like, they're one of us doing it. You know, they're doing it for us. You know, it was like we, it was like we were all getting successful. And that's where you're, yeah. you're following us, like, they'd be proud as fuck these boys when you just are in America or like that time we went to Liverpool like people mm-hmm. be proud because it's like all oh, the fucking lads like all yeah, the bouncers yeah. like like Harry and all the bouncers in the Hatfield like fucking super proud like as if you are part of the wee family you know what I mean so yeah, that yeah. that's your brand that usually the boys were called in chatted to all the staff had a pint fell off a few bar stools we'll say nothing um <laughs> Got a feed, you know. That's where that's your brand, and I know what you're saying. When you're 26, you can't have it. But you know the thing it, is, it's just it's just going to be the same but different. I agree with that, but I think live live can still be energetic as fuck, no matter. Oh, of course. Oh, I know, no, no, no. That I don't think that's going to change. I don't think that your live thing's going to change. It's just going to be your approach that's going to slightly change. And that that will ha- that will happen by just organically. It happens, you know. You just, but also you become too busy to be going in on a Tuesday afternoon for five or six pints know, at four o'clock. That's why we were like, we're not doing much, are we? Because we're fucking chilling and living the dream here. Like, yeah, there, you know what I mean. But if anything, like, uh, what was I gonna say? Um, that's gonna like I'm, I've lost like a couple of kg there, so I can now uh, crowd surf into the crowd, like, so you know. It, if we, that's how we're going to diversify. Maybe I'll be the crazy one. You know, never know. I could be. Oh, I'm I, 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 settled down a bit. It does, it does seem like there's a, a role reversal here. Jordy does seem like the saddle one, and that's Ma- because I haven't been out in a year. That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> Matty, he's he's built a bar at the house, and he's. Okay. I literally have drank nothing barely over COVID a couple of times, and I I just worry every night. Never know. I'm not worried. There's no one going to go out back in the You're probably going to be working, Jordy. To be honest. I uh, realistically, yeah. realistically, you're gonna be the one serving the vines. I am. I say I was talking about that today. I'm working on Friday and Saturday, like. So. Oh, see, so right, last four months you've been working on this new EP. You mm-hmm. forced yourselves. You said, right, Jordy took the bull by the horns, got Matty back in gear, head back in the game. Mm-hmm. The music's a wee bit different. Do you think people nice. are people okay. are ready for it? Do you think people? Do you think anybody's expecting the songs to sound the way they are? No. I know you you have dropped a few wee teasers of one of them. Mm. Well, what do you think, Molly? Um, I I think that like I don't know, it's as Ross said, like you know when you're in the studio, you sort of get lost in the song. You're like, this song's unbelievable, but I think that um obviously people I do think people are going to love it, and you're right, they they are completely different, but um I don't know, I I just want other people to hear it and get and. See how they like react to it, you know. They are completely different, like like the most different we've ever. Well, done they before, are like. they are different, but they're You've still very. All, much, yeah, I've heard them all. They're still very much two degrees, but yeah, they're that, different. Yeah. It just shows how far you have come from the fucking throne song or the Liverpool song. I know. <laughs> the, uh, the 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 lead single Concrete Bull, in my opinion, is the best song we've done by Med. I think it's like the pinnacle of the two degree sound that I that we both want. Like, yeah, you know what I mean, it's very good. I think. I think that's just like that's the sound we want. And what's the I, one? I don't I don't want to be known for a sound either. Like I I, I like know. yeah being diverse like and having different sounds. Like there's one of the songs, it's very emotional piano way synth. Just there's concrete pillow, which is the two degrees sound. There's one road which is completely basically acoustic with an orchestra. Like that's yeah. something we've never done. And then Caroline, which is used, it is a messy song. It is folky country. Caroline is my favorite, to be honest. Yeah, I so think it's supposed, so fun. Like. I think it's gonna be, it's gonna be your big one when you're playing live. Oh, that yeah. it, I. It's a foot stomper, just, like exactly. It's stomper. Is a stomper going on as class live. It is. Oh, you, need, like. you can nearly fit a few oggy oggy oggies in there as well. I think I'm done. <laughs> I think I'm done. You know what? I just started laughing and I was having twitches. Like I was like, I need to say it. I used to go out inside and scream it out the, the back door. 
I know. I'm, I'm going to miss singing another score for Maridonley. I know. By the time you by the time you play that again, Maddie Donnelly might be retired. I, I, I keep forgetting about that there, and then you put in our name on YouTube, and I was like, oh. I know. Oh, why did I ever do that? But lad, to be honest, I was watching last night at Dars, and then it, it, it is. It's, a, it's. I think over time you'll start to appreciate it more. Like we're just so young and naive, and. Well, you weren't that young. You weren't so that much. young, Matt. I know. I was, I was twenty three, twenty four, twenty five sort of age. You know. Yeah, you're already qualified from uni. Like. <laughs> but young. it's probably like Mark McCabe, I suppose, in Maniac two thousand for for a five or six year period. He resented that track so much, and I remember it being in his bio. If you tried to book him, do not mention Maniac two thousand. Serious? Yeah, it said in his bio. Don't and the booking information. Don't ask him to do it live. He was just so far past that song that it sickened him. But now, when he probably looks back at it, not to speak for him, he probably looks at it and goes, I owe that song fucking probably everything. I think we owe that song getting us gigs ways around the yeah. throne area. Like, like, but apart from that, it can fucking die. <laughs> Here, if but, Throne get the all earned final this year, well, you're, you're fucking yeah, dairy, man. I'm from dairy, like so. No, I was watching that Sean Cadden documentary whenever they won the All Ireland. And, and before you had a play in the street in Oma, like or something, they got there and the street was full of people. Oh, I, I was I did, singing that hundred percent. You singing there? Oh, right? that, well, that, 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 I was yeah. actually raging. I didn't get the DJ at that. I thought I would have got the call. You know, I was so. <laughs> I remember back then. I was so sure. I was so confident that someone would have gone here. There's a boy local plays a bit of football from us and Fuck you, just play their decks up there. No. You would have been in your early 30s, no? I'd have been hitting just 35 then. <laughs> 2005, I'd have been 35. Were we, were we in America when the Ireland final was happening, Molly? He's 50. No, that yeah. was Christmas. Were we in America when the Ireland final? The, not the last. No, the, no. Uh, we, Claire and I were in Greece and you were home. We just came home from America, released that song, and then I went to uh, Greece with Claire when the Ireland final was on. And uh, you were definitely home, eh? I remember being gutted after they lost. It's the first time I've ever, only time I've ever wanted to throw to Emily. I don't believe that yeah. for a second, Jordy. To be honest, what? I don't believe you on the throne to win for a second. Nah, not really. I should be honest. <laughs> so, EP comes out. Yeah. What's the plans after that? Right, normal. Right, normal straight know. away. Yeah, another one, another one. I think though, Jordy, what we're gonna do? Release maybe one in July, like one. And ah, like, we'll you know, a single in July. Yeah. Remember, Mickey, you, you said before the call there, like, we'll not need four weeks promotion. We could just be like, new songs dropping next week, get yeah. ready, sort of thing, and then hope hit them a pre sales for just that week, you know? Yeah. That's it. 21 That's days, they say, I think, after that. But that, but these are, like, it's a strong EP, you know? Uh, and especially for, you know, a debut EP, like your first one. If you look, most people's first EPs are like just testers. Like that's really what they are. Oh yeah, oh well, that's well, that's where the pressure kind of is on you, boys. In a way, I don't yeah. mean to fill the pressure, but people, no, 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 no. even though like really all your success, you should you should really shouldn't have it by now. Like if you mm. come to like other bands that have been around for ten years, they're mm. they're kind of doing what you're doing, but not even close. Yeah. So people yeah. automatically use Jump Frog all the learning years and go straight into. Fuck these boys need to put out professional sound and well rehearsed fucking everything. But you're going to step beyond that. You're putting pressure on yourselves by doing these videos, by doing these behind the scenes, by doing acoustic versions. These aren't just going, here's yeah. a song, throw it out there. Like there's there's nobody even in the country realm. Like they're probably the people that release most music around Northern Ireland. Uh, and they just throw a song out and that's it. If it works, uh, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Because they'll just, like they can get away with throwing covers out like fuck. They don't care. Like they'll just fire yeah. cover after cover after cover, and that's all well and good, and that's what works for them. But mm. you boys are putting out real music written by yourselves, and for them, six or seven songs is or five or six years are putting out. There's probably ten that didn't make the cut. Well, I know there's at least ten. The user said that, like you said earlier, the one you wrote today, it's never going to mm. hear late as day. No, never. So the actual never. work that goes in it, you know. It's yeah. it's more than yeah. other people are willing to to, to actually to put into anything. You know, yeah. I think that's the one thing that COVID kind of shows us all that you know everything can be taken away by that, but also 
when when places reopen, mm-hmm. it's an even playing field for everybody. You know, oh, you know, everybody has to. You have to have a reason to get you back. Everybody has yeah. to have a reason, and I think that's where the cream's gonna. It's gonna it's gonna show where the real success came beforehand. How many how many songs did you release over COVID then? Three, technically four. Technically four, right? How annoyed would you be if you were opening up again and you hadn't done nothing? I know. Oh, I fuck. What, I, remember we were talking about that last time. I was like, uh, if we came out of lockdown and had nothing, I would, I would be, I would. Nothing to show for it. We, we very nearly did though. Only we, yeah, you you got that kick up the ass in like January, you know, because I was probably lagging behind a bit, but. And then, not, you know, it'd be so depressing, like coming out with nothing, like, and you had a, we had a year, like. But I don't know about you, but there was definitely a, a light bulb moment in like the end of January. It might have been whenever you sent in one road or a group shot, and I was like, lad, that that is absolutely classic." To be honest, that songwriting and all, and you wrote it in like fifteen minutes. No, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, do we we can get for many songs out here? Get behind it. Why? Why? Why couldn't they do well? Use whatever exactly. context we have. And, yeah, and I see. What was that? Sorry, I was just going to say, see, getting Keelan Cunningham and Dak in, probably one of the best things we ever did because everybody knows we're not the ones to go, you know, as me and Mickey always say, just jumping on here, you know, like yeah. that being behind the scenes of us laughing, having cracked the process, that there's massive, it's, it's timeless. We can always use that footage, you know, like, and yeah, yeah it's, more, it's more people getting to see the real news. No, people would yeah. be, be about what it'd be about your student gigs, get and see during the day and see everything. They get to see the real news, and that's yeah. what people people that's what people love about it. And now, even when you put out that video last night, like mm-hmm. there couldn't be like as I when I said that as Jordy in a nutshell, like that's yeah, the conversation that, that we like the- that's the conversations we used to have twenty minutes before doors open on a Tuesday night in the half. <laughs> I know. Like, are we opening with a song? That's fucking shit. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Fuck's sake, Jordy, get up there and do it. That's fucking shit. Don't you be playing that this week. I'm not playing oh that this God. week. Mickey, like, I actually wish you came up for like one of the recording sessions with me and then towards the end of the process me and Jordy started I, I started to like resent Jordy but I think he hated me and then like you know I didn't like yeah. <laughs> you know there was definitely a bit of a row brewing there you know like something but it was over one song it was the most simple song we just couldn't get it done like I was I, I just I don't know it, just, it was so annoying I just needed a break from it like just that one song because it hurt you know when you're in the, in the studio and you hear it eight hours on repeat yeah. and it went from slow to upbeat to slow to taking everything out to slow and I was like I'll just, I'll just let me write it. I just go just, I just let me write a new one just give me ten minutes and I'll fucking write another one uh, well that's it it's sometimes sometimes just you can't it can't be fixed and you have to let it go like I've got songs I've got songs sitting in a folder that'll never hear late of day and I've got other songs that We'll, we'll, we'll put out like forget the tune I heard later day and then it turned yeah. out being successful but you see the way you have the song in the folder same as the one I wrote today and it's never going to see the other day I like that like people always say that must annoy you but I like that because then you know you have good standards like you know you know you're, you want to put out something good you know it's not good like that's instead exactly. of yeah of you thinking every before, song is going to be class like you know what I mean before lockdown like the one like uh, take it or leave it my love you know we're, yeah. we went home and we were like fuck that song's class and it was okay but then once you write like you wrote like 20 or 30 you start to get like you know or oh, that's the 30th best song that's the 15th best song remember, you, know, you start to realize the remember new york city girl we thought it was it was the next thing like i know we thought it was heather delilah like times 10. didn't even make it <laughs> yeah it is, this about, is this about the the girl after the night out no or is this oh, a continuation man. of the last song Say no more. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's, was it uh, blonde hair uh, with uh, blonde hair with an intimate stare? Yeah, she's a New York City girl. It actually is decent. Of course, that song's class. Uh, I, think, I think the I think the backstory of that one's better than not shared. Uh, it's gonna stay. It's not gonna see the later day. So, would it be right in saying that may there could be a possibility your next gigs could be America? At this rate, yeah, we were on a call all day. I think personally, it's looking likely. I can't see. I can't see proper gig like doing like proper gig. Proper gig, yeah. Proper gig at full volume. Uh, volume. I don't think there's any point in doing half half job. Like no, it it wouldn't suit. It wouldn't show you in your right element. I but it's just like, and I just I just I don't think I'd find it really enjoyable. I'd love playing, but I just think. 
I'd be like, why is it not like this? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I don't think it would show you in the right light because you, know, you can't go full energy with hot, like the volume turned down to fucking. Aye, and it would be a nightmare. People would be coming over and turning it down. And yeah. Like, it, would just, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be good. Like. There was, you couldn't even be shouting or anything. You wouldn't even get a fucking crowd surf out of you. Like, be no, no good that there. I'll be lying on the ground on my own. Just, just like, if we, if we have to play and nobody's allowed to dance, like, you know, not taking the gig, like. No, you know, I'll wait to September, like, you know. Or that it did. So, you know. New York, everybody knows that's that's your second home, probably now, at this stage. Yeah. Fuck, I love it. Um, Jordy's going to live there, he says. Probably will, I'm eh? not going to lie. I love it out there. Like. When I'm retired, like, or when I'm not playing. Oh, when you're retired. I just think, I just think it's. You've been to New York, have you not? Yeah, yeah. By the time, it's unreal. I've never been, no, I've never hung about the slums that Juice Boys hang about. Woodlawn wood Woodlawn and the Bronx and fucking Lad Woodlawn changed your life <laughs> Hanging about <laughs> Hanging about the projects and the hoods Oh why is right You're a mile from anywhere out there now Ah well you're, you know, you're not You're not far away from any projects We've got a I few questions get... for you I think you've got some more questions No sure Yeah I'm gonna find one here that I don't actually speaking know what of, this uh, means. Speaking uh, of Woodlawn, when you when you hear Dan about like you're a couple of minutes away, I remember Molly, do you remember the day I went to sit in my own to meet somebody? And is he away? And I um, and I I got off the subway at the wrong place and I left Woodlawn and I looked up the sign and I was in Gun Hill and he had told me about this place Gun Hill that he was in. And he's like, Oh was, we went to a gym in Gun Hill, it was a rough area. No me and Kale lad, we jogged to a gym in Gun Hill. That's what I'm saying. And then Keel, uh, uh, I left earlier than Keel because Keel obviously wanted to work out for more. Whenever I left early, there was like a big parade going on. And like, I was like, what the hell is going on? It's just a completely different side of town. Like, you know, everybody's singing on the street. I thought I was in a musical. Like, See, it wasn't like that when I went <laughs> Was there a funeral? Really? Like, yeah. I caught it, I caught it in and I was just completely out of my depth. I was like, maybe I should leave. Am I welcome here? I was shitting myself I'm not going to lie There was nobody there I didn't know how to get back Phone on 2% Luckily I got an Uber It's like Oh no Wouldn't be like you To get into a messy handling Jordy Standard Standard <laughs> First question here Ask Matty About that guy That slipped in that place What's that mean Who said that uh, Thomas Mitchell Oh yes yes Uh that guy slipped in that place. It definitely wasn't me. Um, I think um, no, it wasn't me. Where did you slip? Uh, <laughs> that was the worst no, answer ever. Well, no, it was me. I'm joking. Like, uh, Jordy did his big knee slide, and then I had a couple. Of, we did our video and um, for Caroline and the elk, and Jordy had had a fried liquid all over the dance floor, and it went really well. And then I was like dancing in the dance floor, next thing, splitting the fried liquid up in the air. Landed in my knee, bruised everything. I started to appreciate. You know what? You see, after that, there, there was like, look, because a few people came to watch it. There was a, uh, a few drinks. I'm not like, not like, there was DJ that actually started banging the decks with hands. That's right. <laughs> yeah, probably worth a fortune in banging. Hi, like, Thomas is uh, DJ. What do you call decks? Hi, hi, Thomas DJs. Hi. I'm trying to spin them, and I was just going bang, bang, bang. Oh, I must do the video. Very good. Next question: Who's the most talented person in two degrees, and why is it Matty? <laughs> oh my god! That's from <laughs> a girl called Claire. Whatever, Claire, somebody. She getting off? Nah, it is not. It is not from Claire. Claire, somebody. Do you know anybody called Claire? No. Uh, I'm trying to think of women. Did I, t- did I tell her to write something? Um, I'd say that. Uh, Jordy, you're probably more talented, but you know that's why we're good because we have the talent and the looks. So I don't mind you having the talent, and yeah. I'll take over the looks. You know, like I was going to say, I, I I do both. Are you the Liam? Are you the Liam? The Liam Gallagher has Noel Gallagher then? I'm completely. Yeah, jo- jo- Jordy's uh, Noel. He's the songwriter, poet, and I'm just like complete, you know, um, rock star. You know, just whatever. <laughs> the lot of them killed is the biggest part of normal on dice is a next question <laughs> next question bring that dice shit how do you guys measure success this is stumped at who you usually have no fucking answer for this um, no that's what I was saying but I was actually saying to you I think success is uh, 
I just think short-term goals and making them goals a success. Like, you know, everybody in music has the same the same kind of dream. Like, you want to make a big and make a career out of it. But I think the best thing is having small small goals at the start. Like, if you don't, I don't think if you don't have goals, you're not going to get nothing. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. like, even the likes of, as I was saying, gig-wise, getting one gig a week, doing this full-time, always building up. Imagine going to America when we played out there, playing in an arena, releasing our own music, releasing an EP. Like, having all these small goals and just building them up. Like, I think that's what success is and when you hear people when you hear people singing back your music I think that's it's the best feeling in the world like, like do you know what I mean yeah. yeah for me for me I think that uh, like lock, lockdown is probably as I was said 2020 was a cat year but it's I think it's, it's needed to happen in order for my, I don't know but your your mindset and my mindset completely changed like I the way I probably go day to day now, as I know, I I'm gonna work as hard as anybody on uh, music and in and anything and work and all. But I don't set that expectations for me. I want to be the biggest band in the world and sell out everywhere and, and do have all them dreams. Yeah. But I, if it doesn't happen, then so be it. Like you know, you know, and I think I seen something like um, musicians, like musicians are. There's a lot of people in, uh, who work in music who can like become depressed because maybe they set them sort of that game goals themselves or they've had a taste of something yeah and uh, when they don't get that back maybe because they're getting older or someone overtakes them or they just don't get it full stop then it can lead them down that road so i think it's a, uh, music is a very dangerous um, place to at times like but i think that we're just very happy with how we're working now and if it comes it comes and so be it but um yeah yeah success for me is just putting in work and seeing where where it goes you know and also just like yeah. nothing it, it, it can't really go wrong if you do if you do your if you put the 10,000 hours in and you, and you work at it and put everything you have in it like it's only going to get better it can't get worse do you know what I mean yeah well that's where that's the kind of sort of approach I take to, to my work my DJ yeah. was I leave no stone unturned so then I have no yeah. excuses. If it didn't work, it didn't work. But I can go, well, I give it 100% effort. It just didn't work. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, clearly, it just wasn't meant to work. But yeah. as you said, Molly, there is a lot of... There's a lot of probably musicians and DJs out there at the moment that are struggling in, in the mind space because like we all know there's there's people out there, and it's not, it's not unfair to say it, aren't really that good. You know, and they were getting gigs every week. Mm. And now all of a sudden mm. they're not getting gigs. And maybe they knew they mightn't been as good. So they're starting to freak out now and go, I wonder will I be found out? No wonder now yeah. because bars have less money. Venues are going to have less money. Are people just going to fire them money for gigs now or are they going to be more picky? Yeah, and that's the thing. That's the, uh, that's going to affect every musician, not even those thinking that. Every that's musician. Affect absolutely everybody. I, like, From the top like, to the bottom. like it's 100%. Like, like, I be getting emails all the time about booking some of the world's biggest DJs. They're going at a fraction of the price as long as I give exactly. them a deposit now. Like it's it's affecting everybody in the world. It's not just but it's affecting people's mental you know people like especially guys that are a wee bit older. Are they coming to the end of their shelf life? Is there mm -hmm. a new young boys coming in to take their place? I'd say there's a lot of yeah. lot of older heads when you boys started killing it, would have been looking going, Fuck, these boys are gonna take all my gigs. And I would say that is a hundred percent that went through. I'll not name the bands, but an, another two piece in Belfast would have been thinking that these mm. boys are younger, they're more lively, they've still got that enthusiasm and energy that after five six years of of gigging four or five nights a week will will leave you because it starts to become a job. It never yeah. like even though you boys were super busy, you never got to the point where it felt. I don't want to do this. I need time off. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where, that's where COVID kind of, it came at a time for me where at the start, I liked the break, but then also I thought we were going to be back flying on June again. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think COVID yeah. came at a good time. Not yeah. only, because I personally, I didn't feel healthy at all. I, I, a lot I, of that was self-inflicted, Jordy. Like, oh, hundred <laughs> percent. It's, it's, it's a lifestyle you get into as well. Like, and I, like, when I, 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 I'm not joking. When I came from America, I was roughly nine and a half stone. Like. So I had, uh, yeah, Jordy. You know what I was thinking about? It was like, no, um, yeah. the career break for me was probably the best thing I ever did. Not because it was unbelievable. We did so much, but I used to whenever I was working like nine to five, I used to say to you, lad, what have you done all day? 
like you know I've been working and then now I'm setting up the Hatfield and you'd be like oh I've been here I went for food and all I'd be like you know why didn't you do something constructive but it wasn't until I had that career break where I realised you get up at 10 o'clock and you go for food and next thing is t- half two and then you like lay about for a couple of hours next thing it is five o'clock like it I think that like if you're doing nothing, the day flies in, and then you you know the next day just basically comes around and it becomes basically Groundhog Day. Whereas if you have a structure in your day, yeah, um, you do so much more. Um, yeah. And what you put a structure into your like you've basically become a full time songwriter nearly. Like if you need to write it down, you need to plan your day out. Like if I if I don't really write it down, I I won't do it. Like. That's exactly uh, anything you do in life, you have to plan it. If it's going to be successful, it has to be planned. You get the odd fluke. That happens all planned, but most mm-hmm. of the best yeah. things are planned. You know that now when you're releasing your EP, mm-hmm. you have it planned months, months, and months in advance. I know, like yeah. it's so it's so weird thinking back, like because it feels so long ago, but it wasn't because there's so much. This is like the most effort we put in. Then there was so much. I know, it's only two months, months really since we we owned the studio on twenty fifth of February. You know, twenty fifth yeah. April. Yeah, and like I was, I watched the. I I meant to say, man, I, I, I watched the music video last night. Did you? Kieran showed me and I was sick, like. Is it? Well, it's like not hard yet, like, or, but it's class, we've done it, like, but even like the likes of that, like, we never even thought about doing that before, like, stuff like that, and you're like, yeah. you know? Yeah, no, lad, I, th- I think going back to that point, like, um, about other musicians and stuff, like, struggling, and, like, even, even being aware of that is massive, like, you know, say someone does, and, and I even said, I always said to you, I would love like a two lads, nineteen and twenty years old, to come and put pressure on us because oh, I wouldn't see them. I wouldn't see them as as a, a rival. Yeah, I would no actually way. see. I would go out to help them, nearly like you know. And oh, I would just you know, it's knowing that like you know you can you can hit a peak and go on a decline. You can obviously do what we're doing now and try and lift ourselves back up to that peak and. But inevitably, there is going to be a short decline, and you just need to prepare yourself for that, or else you will. See, I don't. I but see, I don't. I don't really believe there's a, de- a decline unless you're not putting the effort in. That's why, in my personal oh, opinion, uh, like if you're not putting the effort, like Mickey, your last before COVID, how probably the best you were doing playing Ibiza flat out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that you know that mean, year, like? that year, the year I had my biggest struggle of a year, uh, mentally and my personal life. That year was probably my busiest year, but also I felt I felt I was getting bookings where it wasn't warranted as well. Mm. I thought I felt I wasn't putting my all into every gig. Yeah. Uh, just because I was fucking sad. I was burnt out. I was I wasn't yeah. depressed, but I, I had bad anxiety. I was on the verge of a ner- I didn't fucking nervous breakdown. But then when I got all them all that shit binned off, which is a bit of a rough term to use, but it was binned off. Um and then I started working on myself. The following two years was just astronomical. And oh, it was really? building that way. And that summer of COVID was just good look it was just looking stupid. Like it was looking you're talking three weeks in Greece, on and off for two months in Ibiza. Um, you're looking at Southeast Asia gigs, you know, that and then you're and then we're going back into the student stuff. Back into the stuff of Secrets that. and Sally's. You know, everything was looking good, but I think that year, the year of the struggles I had, prepared me for COVID. Like, yeah. I, I took it on my stride, to be honest. I really liked it at the start. So I, I liked it, and then it got to a point where I was like, right, this isn't going to fucking go away. I'm going to have to get a, a day job at this stage, because yeah. you're seven months in, yeah. you haven't had one penny come into your bank account, and you're like, right, it's got to a point now where I have to look it for a day job. Got that sorted, and then, it, then the realisation came... I had that I had that bit of a success in the last few years that I went almost seven full months without earning a penny and was still pretty much okay. I could have went yeah. another few months. And that's when I started going, fuck, I actually was quite successful in that time because my spending in them two years was out of control. Mm-hmm. Like I was buying pairs of fucking Nike Air Max like they were going out of fashion. There wouldn't have been a week where I wouldn't have bought a pair of trainers. Jesus and if yeah. you think about that now, you're like, that's... That's five grand a year spent on Nike trainers easily. You know, the worst thing I did was when, like when COVID started, like the first two weeks, as you said, I enjoyed it. I was like, "This is class." Like you don't have to really worry, but not at the minute. After that two weeks, I was like, "Oh, I really, I miss it now. I really want yeah. it back." And then what I did was the stupidest thing ever. When you know, hit rock bottom, the money's ran out, but I had left or had saved, 
And then what I I went through all the bookings for that rest of that year. And I was like, I wonder what I would have been making. Oh, you don't do that, man. And counted no, all don't up, do that. The faces, not they just just I just because the tax man comes running. <laughs> the tax man doesn't be about kill dress. I oh, no, I had to do that. Need to worry about me right now. I had to do that for the arts council thing, and it fucking broke my heart. Like it broke yeah. my heart to add all them up. So like sad. like really, I had put down a number, and I went right. I give them this number, and then I was like, you know what? No, I'll just be honest with them. Mm-hmm. I'll give them the full number. And I thought the full number might have been like ten grand more than that. And when I added up everything in the diary, and then the ones I would have been doing, you know, the ones you know we're going to be doing every, like, three Tuesdays a month, four mm-hmm. Sundays a month, every Saturday in the month. And then I started adding it up, and I was just like, oh, that's, I just said, that's the number, plus whatever gigs would have came in in the short space of time. And yeah, you know what hit me? Like, it was like this EP and this project getting filmed and all music videos cost a lot of money. I, when I added it up, I was like, we could do about five or six of that. You know, like, oh, I, yeah. I still have, I still earn a really good living, and I'm just, uh, it is hard, yeah. it is heartbreaking, like, because the amount of money you could invest it back into the music and stuff. But then again, it, it probably for me has made me a lot more sensible. Yeah, I think everybody's matured a bit because of COVID, and I think you can definitely tell you have Jordy, like, not even joking. Uh, you can tell, like, you just, it was just like the, you just got it. You were, you, know, you were living the student dream. You no, know, you were the, you were the richest student in Belfast. Easily, there was no student unless there's unless somebody, there's a, unless there's a student unless there's a student drug dealer that we don't know about. <laughs> you were the richest student in Belfast. You're already living the dream. No, nobody, nobody was buying bigger rounds of drink than you were. Like no, but I remember going into plastic one night. Man, man, I remember the time we didn't get we didn't get that. Uh, we we played a gig and I I was so late from Dublin because I'd been in Dublin the night before. Man, I was like, what the hell are you doing in Dublin? I was like, lying. I'll be two hours late here. Not gonna lay. And we ended up going to the gig and it was mental. We had an hour gig. We left the gig and forgot to get paid. Because we, we, I'm not joking, like we were like making, or playing that many gigs and making money. We were like, oh, I forgot. And this boy came up to me in plastic and goes, lad, I forgot to pay you. He's forgot to come and lift it and he handed me the envelope. And I was blind. I was like, Jesus, lad, this is not good. They handed me the money. Plus getting paid after just playing plastic. And I woke yeah. up a tenner. So like I had spent Maddie's part of it as well. And I had to get, like, I was like, what the fuck have I just done, hey? What what happened? Like, did somebody wrong? Like, I'd love to know. That's not going to exist in the future, like you know, and and uh, like um, tell me a bit just, we, we we never like it's all going to be completely changed. Like there, you know, there's there's going to be no seven to nine and Benedicts or seven to nine and, uh, and thirsty goat. Like you know, their their managers of them bars are going to be like, why the hell will we pay? Uh, X amount for a two piece or a bond. People are gonna people are gonna book their seats regardless who's been like yeah. you know. Well, in, in, like in the short in the short term that could happen, but in the long term, once one bar changes the changes the landscape and goes, you know what? Yeah. I I'm getting a bit greedier. I'm gonna put on something good here. Then they all have to follow. And um, the thing yeah. that's gonna be good is good for me anyway. No clubs gonna be booking international DJs. They're all gonna be going for the the locals. And, uh, you know the other thing is though I'm sorry to jump in I think clubs are going to kick off again Oh clubs are going to Well the, the good thing about it is Everybody's like, realised all age, all age groups Are yeah. not going to go now Well if you think about someone Who turned 18 at, at During Covid Who's probably going to be Fucking close to 20 When the clubs open mm-hmm. uh, Well 19, 19 and a half Some of them They've never Been in a club Legally really So they've never Got into a club Where they hadn't been Shit themselves Going up to the door like they've missed that yeah. They've missed their 18th birthday A lot of people have missed their uh, fucking 21sts I know But the thing is I, th- I think people or... Yeah People are going to go back to actually Not taking it for granted That you can just go to a club every Saturday night yeah. They're going to actually go You know what Fucking We didn't know how good we were getting it Like somewhere like Dorman's Where I had used boys in the front bar Me in the club Or using the front bar in some fucking International DJ in the club like fucking Don Diablo, and people are just like, I can make one to the club, and you're like, the <laughs> exactly. fuck do you mean you make one to the club? You're got you a fucking a number one top chart and fucking DJ in the club, and you're saying I can make one like a make I don't know, I'll go in for the last ten minutes. 
But that was because of the crowds. They're like, oh, there's too many young. But now nobody, I don't think anybody will care. No, no one will age. It doesn't come in, like, you know. Not I've been Sally's front bar at 31 years old and this whole thing's over. Like, it's I only. I, I think I'll, I always love nightclubs. I don't think that'll ever change with age. Like, age is a fucking, it's, an, it's a Northern Irish thing. It's an Irish thing. See if you go to the UK, you can go into a club in the UK, like Ministry of Sound, and you'll see a 30 year old guy chatting to an 18 year old fella. How's it going, lad? But in, but in Northern Ireland, it seems this thing going off fucking, oh, I'm too old for going to a nightclub yeah. to see a good DJ. My friend said he went oh, into Ger- There's a massive nightclub in Germany, and he walked in, it's an all day, and it's a lot of techno, I can't remember the name. Berkheim? Yes. Oh, yeah. Like that. And he said that they literally... Be 70-year-old man, not like... He said it was the most mental thing ever. There was young, like proper 15, 16, to 20s, to 30s, to 40s, whatever. Like just... But there also there could be also be boy shitting on the dance floor, not nightclub Jordy. So it's not the best. It's not the best. I don't, I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm going to go to nighttime soon. Like, yeah, it's very hard to get into. You you probably get in if you wore a leather jumpsuit and a gimp mask. Marty, get in then. Marty's got the hair first. Hey, how much is it played to Germany? Probably probably not much. Um, I can't afford it right now. Anyway, I tell you that. Here's another question, and Marty, when are you getting your hair cut? From Kevin. Believe it or not, hey. From Kevin. Oh. I'm- well, I booked in with him next week, so I was a tactical wee uh, plug from plug him there. Plug Kevin Curran hair. Yeah, I can't wait to get just get a knot and a one, and then start wearing the hair down, and you know. I I agree, man. As well, again. we we both grew out. I say I agree, man. For seven months, and it was like started flicking out here, and I, and just one day I was like, this is stupid. I look homeless, like I literally look homeless. I think I think the moment for me was there two weeks ago when football came back, and I, I wore a head oh, yeah. a headband. <laughs> And all the other boys are looking at me and say, say what, what, why have you cut your hair down? No, the day your uncle came in that day from Dublin, and Matty was sitting there, and I was sitting there, we were like, so there was a few drinks the night before, and we were just sitting there talking. And his uncle came in, he had a he had hair band on, was sticking the hair back, and he just woke up. And his uncle just sat down and looked at him, and it was nonsense about that these days, is there? <laughs> he, was like, <laughs> he, just like, he was so annoyed. Like, what a. Did you not shave your head at the start of lockdown? I went to the Ronaldo, like, you know, it was not around That's the whole bowl right, eh? cut, like. But I, I started growing it since August 8th. I was down in Belfast and Keith and cut my hair, and that, so it'll be nine months roughly, like. I saw that podcast we done first time. Was that a year ago? That was, that was March or April, wasn't it? The one you done with me? Aye. Last March, aye. No way, lad. Yeah. That was last March. Last March. That, yeah. that, that, that is scary, hey. That was right at the start of lockdown. Fucking lockdown wasn't even really fully kicked in. Yeah. Oh, does he? My head's wrecked. Oh, uh, that would have been the end of March. Probably. I remember that so well. Like every part of that. Yeah, I've I know. Moved house. Before you now, go, before you go, before you go, before you go. Probably the lesson. Then they did that lesson Varna cover and all. Like. <laughs> uh, it's uh, uh, that's it. But boys, Hi. the I've no more questions, please. We have questions, Molly, do we? I have a question there uh, from somebody. No, I have, I have really good into it. Hey, Mickey, I don't know if you like, you'll like him or not. Um, Machine Gun Kelly. Unbelievable. So good. Isn't really? he? He's one of my favourite human beings. Lad, he does like rapping with punk songs and all. Oh, like, wow. makes, like, there's a song my best friend, my ex's best friend, and Oof. I listen to it every day. What food color? You know this here one? No, it's it's it? No, 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 it's a different one this year. You know so oh, yeah. It is so good, hey! Unbelievable. And like, Man, I, was I got what? So I got tickets. Me and Claire got tickets to go see AJ Tracy in November. Uh, <laughs> AJ Tracy doesn't really fucking pay to me that. Man, AJ Tracy's gonna walk out and he's gonna take out Dave Santander. And next <laughs> thing, the whole thing's gonna go up in arms. Next thing, I'm gonna be grabbed up on stage. He's gonna have to ask me to sing live and direct uh, Ladbroke Grove. Next thing, that goes viral. Then I go solo, me, AJ Tracy, Dave, and Claire go on tour for three years, and then I get back with two degrees. And you're bringing Claire with you? Yeah, definitely. I'd be. I'd say AJ Tracy will steal Claire off you. (laughs) (laughs) You AJ Tracy. (laughs) AJ Tracy. Shout out to Terence O'Brien, the biggest Machine Gun Kelly fan you will meet. Is he actually? I'm telling you now, he is the that biggest is. Machine Gun Kelly fan you will meet. There make. is nothing better when you're going somewhere and putting on Eminem, or Machine Gun Kelly versus Eminem and listening to Rap Devil and Kill Shot. Like, uh, uh, to, be, to be honest, I think Machine Gun Kelly beat him, but 
No, I no, don't at all. I think Eminem destroyed him. No. I swear to God. No. Eminem destroyed him. And the fact Eminem uh, said in the thing, he was like, we all know that Diddy put the head out in park. Like, how, the, how can he put that in song? Like, Because Eminem does what he wants. You're half his music's homophobic slurs and he still hasn't been cancelled. Uh, I like a song so Youngblood. Youngblood's good. All right, what do you call it? I was listening to the other day. What do you call it again? It's class. Youngblood is good. He's weird. Like, but he's oh, good. he's weird as fuck. There's, he's the weirdest man on the planet. I think uh, I think I'm okay. I that's what it's called. Uh, it's class. I was it? I fucked up on all in one night or something. Yeah, I, it's, it's that song going around. I just couldn't get over. I never heard of Machine Gun Kelly. Like I never listened to him at all. Oh, he's good. He's good. Do you want some questions, Marty? I want to. I want to take one question. But one of the questions says, uh, "What's your favorite song out of the EP?" And um, for me, after listening to a million times, I'm gonna go with One Road, and I don't want to say too much about it because there's obviously a, a surprise in One Road, like in a, in a way. Would you agree, Jordy? Mm, so I, I think I think One Road. Do is I know the surprise? Oh, I think I do actually. Ah, oh, I, I do. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Mine is. Um... Mine's is Caroline. See, Caroline's only my. I like Caroline because it's in your head the next day. If you listen to the four songs, the one that'll be in your head is Caroline, like, without a doubt. Yeah. But I think Concrete Pillow, lyrically, is my favorite, personally. Who wrote that one? I wrote. <laughs> nah, I wrote the like, second verse. You done the. Mm-hmm. I did. Not the second verse. Which part? Uh, you're the one you I said. did. I remember coming and I was like, is it really important? I don't remember. He goes, oh, that's, that's actually good. And he goes, um, uh, what is it again? Um, you don't even know your own song? No, you she breaks, like, break, breaks down her wall. Uh, and then you were like, he, he got this line and he, he started walking around going, yo, credits. <laughs> I'm on the credits co-writer, mate. <laughs> Who, uh, so many times did you fall out writing them songs? Or recording not, them? Not at all. And recording was a bit more writing them. We didn't follow one. Writing them was fucking yeah, fast. you up. I was like, um, I think I wrote that there word there. You know, no, that, that was funny. That like, the only the recording was the only time we really probably got an editor was like, because, you know. I I I have to admit that I'm obviously not I'm not an easy work either. Some days either. There am I. Like I get I get. I'm, I would say I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that I am all the time, but I'm like, I wouldn't say I'm a perfectionist, but I really like things we don't probably like. Like really, but that's, my head. I can be like that too. Really like well. like you, was, you have a sound in your head, and I have a sound in my head, and I want to, you know, you want to do yeah. that, like. So, but uh, and then Ross, Ross is his idea, and then when Ross spoke up, if he spoke up, well, like when he did, we were like, right, no bar, <laughs> you're 100 right. Uh, it takes a referee sometimes. He's uh, like yeah. sometimes killing the video, and he's like sitting laughing, and we're like, what are you laughing? At? <laughs> what so, uh, so when's it out? 25th. 21st of May 21st of May You'll get it You can pre-save it now If you go on to Two Degrees Instagram On the link in the bio Yeah And then you can also get a, a, Our merchandise Is live And are selling Like hotcakes <laughs> All over the world Anywhere Even if you're in Papua New Guinea It's that You can deliver it to there There's a wee man Working away Embroidering the tops So he's sending it out Do no problem What's good you want Mickey Actually must send you one Alright Maddie's ready Maddie's on it did I? 20, 20 point. Oh, he tried to charge me. So, <laughs> songs out. If you want to catch the boys, you can get them on Instagram at Two Degrees Music. Two Degrees Music on Facebook as well. Yeah. Yeah. They're pumping out loads of content. There's a there's a behind the scenes videos coming. Mm-hmm. And then the big day for the new EP. I can't wait to start. I just can't wait to start the other one. <laughs> I, love, I love the whole process of it. Ah, uh, you might regret that, Jordy, down the line. <laughs> I might ready to be soon. <laughs> Alright guys, cheers for coming on as always guys. Uh keep much. rating and reviewing the podcast on Apple Podcast. Shout out Neil Collins, legend. Shout out to Neil Collins, he'll be listening. One of the one of the oh. Tony. Hopefully Tony will be here next week. <laughs> he is, he's back <laughs> next week. Hopefully Tony bothers to show up next week. Um but yeah, it's Monday, it's the start of a new week, so we'll see you again next time.